0: Moncrief on News Talk. It is indeed uh, time for the parenting slot Joanna Fortune joins us uh, once again. Good afternoon, Good afternoon Joanna. Uh, we're going to start with a, a fairly bland non-controversial question. <laughs> so uh, here we go. My son is 6 years old and is talking a lot about Holy Communion. His class will be making it this uh, uh, this next year. My husband and I have consciously chosen not to subscribe to the Catholic religion, didn't marry in a Catholic church and didn't christen our our children. Our son is in a Catholic school as there are no non-denominational schools in the area. His school and teacher are absolutely wonderful. This is my issue though. Over the past months and after a recent grandparents' mass, which his grandparents did attend, my son told me he wished he was Catholic. I had a chat with him from a curious standpoint and he explained that he wanted to make his Holy Communion as his friend said it was the best. Day of Her Life. I explained to him that I understood this and reminded him that we're still kind of a very special day to celebrate his individual specialness when his friends make their official communion. I've also explained to him that I'd already spoken to his teacher about this and assured assured him he could partake in a class chat and preparation about this and that the only difference would be that he would receive a blessing from the priest and not the Holy Communion host. I'm mindful that he's only six and wants to be part of what his friends are doing. I explained to my son that when he is old enough to make his own decision on this, that he can and that he would fully support this. He clearly advised, I am old enough, I want to be Catholic, I want to go to heaven. He became upset and said he feels like he's being left out and doesn't want that. My issue is that I absolutely cannot abide the harm and damage the Catholic Church has caused to individuals in this country to my own parents, aunts and uncles. My six-year-old is not a sinner. He is not ready to understand issues relating to all of the atrocities carried out by the church, so I feel limited in how I can explain my viewpoint. I do not want my son to feel left out or excluded, but I want to stand true to my beliefs and views in relation to the church. I mean... There's a lot there. There's
1: a lot here, and... What it really comes down to is you can't, you really can't be half in, half out. And a lot of this is half in, half out. Mm. You know, because on the one hand, you've made a very clear, conscious decision as a family not to partake in practicing religion, in religious ceremonies. You haven't gotten married in a church. You haven't christened your children. Mm. So you've made this choice. And then the child goes to a school where there is a catholic ethos and they do facilitate children in making and taking the sacraments of which this is one so you're saying but that's not for us and at the same time he is participating in religious class he's learning about things he is also did the grandparents mass cuz his grandparents did go so you, that was done by your yeah. family by extension and I feel this must be really confusing for him Yeah, because the other bit Sean that jumped out at me is that you've assured him that he can partake in the class chat and preparation that the only difference is he's going to receive a blessing not the host so now I'm like is he going to the communion Ceremony. Sounds like it. And you see, if they didn't christen him, he can't do well, communion I, anyway. Exactly. And, there's, and the sinner bit here is, I'm assuming, relating to the confession process in advance of this as well. I think you actually have to stick by the decision you've made as a family. It's a considered one by your family with your belief system. And you've said you're not doing this. Mm. So at the moment, he's kind of doing it. And that is very hard for him to go, well, why don't I just do it then? Yeah, You know, yeah. so I feel like this is kind of that you're partaking while abstaining and that's confusing. Now, look, some schools cover religious education at the end of the school day. So children in the class who do not participate in religious practice can be exempt and leave school or leave class. I don't know, 20 minutes early, whatever it is at the end of the day. That isn't always feasible or ideal if your child is being picked up by an after school bus or collection service, but they can facilitate the child not participating. Um, I just think you have to be gentle yet firm with this because I think it is okay for him to want to be like everyone else. But you are also saying with acceptance and empathy here that he's in a group that will all experience something that he won't, and that is hard. Yeah, OK, absolutely. that is hard. Yeah. You can accept that. You can empathise with him. And then you follow on with that gentle, yet firm boundary of our family do not practice religion. We have not had any religious ceremonies, including the christening, the confession, whatever it is that goes around this. And this is a religious ceremony that you won't be taking. OK, mm. we will be celebrating you by X, Y, Z. Whatever you're doing to celebrate him, and that's how our families celebrate, and all families have different ways of celebrating each other and celebrating different rites of passage. But I think that he is participating to quite a strong degree. Yeah. For me, I understand this little guy saying, "But I want to do it."
0: Yeah, the, because it, it's kind of like everybody has in your class gets a pair of Nike runners, and you turn up <laughs> with a pair that somebody bought in TK Maxx or something. Yeah, that no disrespect, TK Maxx. But they know, everybody knows they're not as good. He's getting the kind of TK Maxx well, version of this. Well, they're
1: all talking about it in whatever way kids do. Which and they're going to
0: get cash. It's the best thing they I didn't want to say that,
1: but I feel like yeah. that's hanging over yeah. us here. Yeah, fancy castles, kids, all that stuff, yeah. You know. But I mean, and of course, listen, you can, Book a bouncy castle for your child any mm. It doesn't have to be about this. Do it this. now, though. You know, a hundred percent. It's arguably a bit late. <laughs> um, but you know, and you can go out and have an outing in a day, and you can do all kinds of celebration. But he is still very aware that the rest of his class are doing something he is not. Mm. So you have to be very realistic about this and say, you're right. That is hard. They are doing something. You're not. But we don't practice religion and this is how we're going to do it. And it's okay for him to find that hard once you're very clear about the boundary. I think the problem here is that it's not clear because he is participating. He's part of the education, the prep, the chat. It seems he's getting a blessing instead of the host. There's been a grandparent mass that was participated in. I think that's the confusion here.
0: Absolutely. But he's, perhaps by, you know, kind of being half in, half out and bending the rules, uh, he's learning about the true nature of Roman Catholicism (laughs) in Ireland. Uh, Sorry, Joanna, you are wrong. It's too (laughs) hard for them to understand. Let him get his communion, says one text. Another text says, let your son get his communion. You cannot exclude him. Just make your peace with it and make a conscious decision to let your son fit in. It won't damage him. Now, he's not... Going to the email, he's not christened. So we couldn't in any event. Anyway,
1: and just, I'm not saying whether he should or shouldn't. I don't have skin in that game. This is a family decision. And I actually do think that the parents have to make this call as a family. Because if your child is saying, I want to be, you know, I want to partake in this religious ceremony. I want to go to mass. I want to be a Catholic. I want to talk about heaven. And none of that is part of your family belief system. Mm. Who is going to support him with this? Ooh, You know, so if if you're saying just let him make it, that's a bit like saying it doesn't matter. In this family, it does matter. They've made conscious decisions and choices not to do this. And if you've made a conscious, like if you're sitting, listening, saying we don't go to mass and we're going to do it anyway, but we also got them christened and we also got married in a church and we also did. That's okay. That's Mm -hmm. your choice. This family have consciously opted out. And that's what makes this a bigger decision for this child.
0: Yeah. So I suppose it's for the for the parents as well, it's a matter of accepting it. it's going to be tough. Because the the on, preparation you know? for communion yeah.
1: involves parents, involves yeah. family. It's not just the child preparing; it's the family preparing. And this family don't believe and don't practice.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, but what I mean is that. It's tough on them in the sense that they are going to see, there's no way oh, around they're absolutely. going to see their six year old somewhat distraught about this because for but all I those also, reasons. I mean,
1: while they're very happy with their school and they say that, it, they also say that he's going to the school because there was no other option. Yes. Which yeah. for me is an inference around if there had been a non denominational oh. school, they would have gone there. So they would have opted out completely.
0: Mm. Yeah. Many families in that position around the country. I would think so, yeah. yeah. My daughter has a secret piercing on her belly button, which was only discovered last week. Her father and I were raging with her and he made uh, made her take it out. She told us we have ruined her life and that she can't do anything she wants and we're very unfair. I was her age once, so I can understand her feelings. It's more the deceit that I was upset about, not so much the piercing. My anger dissipated pretty quickly, to be honest, but my husband is still fuming and the two of them have not talked for over a week now.' It doesn't help that he grounded her and she hasn't seen her friends at weekends since. I know it's important to have a united front, but I think he's a little harsh on her. I've tried talking to him, but he says she's sexualizing herself and can't get past that. There is so much tension in the house and it's not fair in my younger children who don't know what's happening and can't understand why they are not talking. How can I help them to get talking again?
1: I've, I kind of. <laughs> this is one Can we go back to the yeah, Catholic yeah, let's one? Talk about, like, <laughs> the communion again. I think with this one, there's a part of me that wants to empathize with a dad who's struggling with his child growing up. And the other part of me, which is equal, if I'm honest, maybe even a little louder, going, she's growing up. Mm-hmm. Get on yeah. board with yeah. this. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's that bit of em- tough empathy. Can I call it that? Rather than tough love approach. Yeah. This is, I empathize, this is hard with you, dad. And also, get on with it. Um, Because first of all, it's not a secret anymore that she got this piercing. But when when the parent writing this in says, you know, it's not the piercing that bothers me, it's the deceit. I need to call you out on this. (laughs) It is very much the piercing that is bothering you here. Because if you're honest, had she told you, I'm going to go do this, ergo, no deceit, You would have said no.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it
1: is the piercing. So you can't do, well, I'm the very reasonable one and this is the unreasonable parent. You're both upset about this. How you're manifesting and handling that upset is different. Yeah, yeah. But the upset is shared. Okay. so and your 16 year old daughter has taken a decision to pierce her belly button. Okay, and you want to make sure your response to that is proportionate. Mm. And this is disproportionate in the grand scheme of things. You're allowed to be upset that she went behind your back. Um, You're allowed to be upset. Sometimes I think uh, I I may be drawing on my own personal experience. These things come to light because you've gotten an infection in the secret belly button (laughs) piercing and you now need help with it. Um, But I also think it's just a piercing. And this is the beginning of her pulling away from you. It's actually already been happening by 16. And don't forget, we've talked on the the show here and I'm going to. Actually, post on Instagram later a little podcast episode about these adjustments in adolescence. That one of them is privacy. Mm. Teenagers crave and need to keep things from us. It's part of individuation. It's part of separating and saying, here's who I am in the world apart from you. These are my likes. It's part of the process of estrangement, experimenting with tastes and styles and interests that say, I'm nothing like you. I'm my own person. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But it can be very challenging for parents because as our kids are growing up, actually the challenge is that our parenting has to grow up in line with them. And there's something about dad saying she's sexualizing herself and he can't get past it because your daughter is becoming a young woman.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think that can be very confronting. And that's where my empathy part comes in saying, yeah. I get that this is hard for you, but she hasn't done anything wrong to you. You know, th- she isn't by growing up, she's not wrong for growing up, mm. for pushing boundaries and testing limits. She's being a teenager. So there is a little piece of this from a psychoeducation point of view that typical teenage development is not always easy for parents. But it's not something to be pathologized or she's wrong and she's punished for being 16 and behaving like a 16-year-old. Boundaries and limits, yes, but the rest of it I'm thinking, this is a rupture that has happened in the relationship. It hasn't been handled in an ideal way. I think you know this deep down and you're like, how do we fix it now? And you fix it by saying, that didn't go in the way we wish it had gone. We really wish you'd come to us to talk about it. It's very hard for us to see you doing things to your body that we think actually you're too young to make those decisions. But it is something we need to be able to talk about. And the way we came at you and yelling and fighting has probably closed that door down. Can we go back and talk about it now? Initiate the repair, which is absolutely the responsibility of parents every time. No matter what your teenager does or says or chucks at you figuratively more than literally it is always the responsibility of parents to initiate repair
0: yeah though it sounds perhaps that mummy and daddy need to have a conversation first and daddy needs to get past the idea that sorry you know she's not your little girl anymore she's not a child anymore
1: But dad might need to exhale some of that within the relationship too. Oh, yeah. You know, I think when when as parents you sit down, you're like, well, you know, look, I'm upset that she didn't tell us. Own the fact that you're upset about the piercing too and say, look, I I wish she hadn't done it as well. We're aligned. But how we do this going forward is there's going to be other things that she does Mm. and other decisions that she makes in her life that may well be mistakes but she has to learn through those mistakes that I can get it wrong I can bring that to you and together we're going to get through it I don't have to because all you're going to do with this approach is drive deeper secrecy yeah
0: yeah, and that's sure said, I you can't re- turn and that's back time. It.
1: And we just protect the relationship means being open about it. And it's OK for dad to say, look, I didn't handle that really well. I got really upset because it's hard for me to see you grow up. But mm. I acknowledge you are growing up, but I'm finding it hard. That's on me and I'm going to work on that.
0: Yeah, hopefully dad is in a position to... Except that. Yeah, hopefully, because otherwise
1: you're going to have quite a few challenges with this.
0: Yeah, so good luck with that, both those families. Uh, Joanna, thanks, William, for coming into us as ever. Joanna Fortune, there, you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.